VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Dating is hard and it can stir up a lot of emotions. While plenty of people find ways to work through their problems or just break up, it isn't always that simple. Your dating history becomes a much bigger problem when it involves a 30-year age gap, a breakup, and a murder for hire. My name is Brienne, and I'm the host and creator of Among the Dirt and Trees, a show where we explore true crime cases that occur out in nature. In today's two-part episode, we're going to discuss a murder that never happened in a case where someone still ended up dead. These episodes will discuss Daniel Slater, a man who attempted to have his ex-girlfriend, her new husband, and her family killed. The good news is that he didn't succeed. The bad news is there was still a victim, though I would be lying if I said that everyone felt that way. This is part one. With this case, I'm breaking one of the rules that I usually keep on the show. This case is fairly recent, covering time in 2019 and 2020, as far as I can tell. You know that I usually avoid cases that are recent, but in this case, all of the intended victims were never harmed. Unfortunately, someone still was. Within these episodes, there will be a few stories because there are just so many different parts to it, but I'm going to try and keep it as clear as possible. This case involves a dead assassin in the Everglades, a fake assassin, and a toxic ex who gets exactly what he deserves, more or less. So yeah, bear with me on this one. This case begins with two people who were dating, and right out of the gate, this was a point of contention. I don't actually know the ages that they were when they dated, but I do know the ages that they were when Daniel Slater was arrested. He was 51. His first intended victim, Brianna Kane, was 22. A lot of people don't like this detail, especially because between the time they dated and the time that he was arrested, a full federal investigation was carried out. So the timeline adds to it. Obviously, an age gap of this size is always a point of concern when we consider the age of the younger individual. Though technically an adult, some things are a little shady. Grooming, where someone significantly older or with a clear advantage lures someone more impressionable into questionable or even illegal circumstances, commonly involving sex and abusive relationships, is something that more people are starting to look out for and actually talk about. And from what I can tell, that might have been a concern for the ex-girlfriend's sister. Daniel Slater blamed her for ruining his relationship with Brianna, and I kind of assumed that she believed her sister was probably being taken advantage of or abused in some way. This guy doesn't exactly seem great. The more that I learned about Daniel Slater, the more I understood why someone wouldn't want their sister around him in the first place. At some point, 
Slater and Brianna split, and apparently that wasn't well-received. This young woman moved on to someone else, and once again, I have no real reference for how much time has passed. But I do know that Slater was absolutely livid. In fact, he was so mad that he decided he wanted them to both be killed. And he didn't just want them dead either. He also wanted her sister and her sister's husband dead. And he was willing to do pretty much anything other than kill them himself. The more time that Slater spent dwelling on how badly he wanted them to die, the more problematic things he began to do. He was actively stalking this young woman, and he wasn't even doing it alone. She reported finding not one, but two GPS trackers on her car that she says Slater put there. He was following her around, and then he enlisted help to continue to do so. This help showed up in the form of a hired hitman, or rather, a hit woman. This woman was named Brianne Slabeau, and she was 26 years old. If you go by the headlines, you would think that she was some kind of, like, trained international assassin. It's all very dramatic. But from what I can tell, she was a young woman with significant mental health problems that ultimately paid a really high price for it. From what I read, it seems like she exclusively hung out with Slater for drugs, which is never a good deal, right? During this time, Slater was trying to convince her that she should kill Brianna Kane. And she later told police that it was kind of working. Upon being arrested on a completely separate charge, she disclosed to the FBI that Slater was trying to force her to kidnap and kill his ex-girlfriend and several other people close to her. So that was certainly a plot twist. The problem here was that she wasn't exactly a reliable narrator. Not only did she just get caught for another crime, but she openly told police that she suffered from bipolar disorder and that she was experiencing severe hallucinations because she wasn't taking her medication. I'm sure that they assumed that she was just making it up, probably to try and get out of something, but it actually turned out to be true. Unfortunately, it would take her death before anyone else would come forward about Slater's actual intentions. More people informed police that he was offering drugs and cash to have Brianna and her family wiped out, and he was quite graphic about his intentions. Several of the people that came forward actually agreed to partner with the FBI, which led to plenty of interesting recordings that would ultimately be used against Slater. Slater was happy to tell anyone who would listen how he wanted his ex-girlfriend to die. He planned to have the killer throw acid on her and then violently beat her. I don't know what kind of, like, crazed murderer he thought he was going to find in his neighborhood, but, like, beating someone who is being burned up by acid seems like a tall order for a first-time killer. But he was committed to it. Fortunately, it just made him look that much worse to police. 
as for the other intended victims, he wanted them shot. But he didn't want to stop there either. This guy was already dating barely legal women, selling drugs, and trying to hire someone to kill them. So we shouldn't be surprised by this next detail, but it still came as kind of a shock to me. His grand plan was to frame the Black Lives Matter movement for the killings. I don't know if this was, like, just meant to be a cover-up and he got the idea from watching the news, or if he was also really against the movement itself and thought he could throw one more thing that he didn't like in the fire. Given his blatant lack of regard for other people, I don't think that it's out of line to assume that he probably also held racist beliefs but it certainly adds another layer to an already crazy story, right? The only thing is that all of this was going on while the police already knew about his intentions. Slater was making full plans to have these crimes committed, going all out and saying all kinds of wild things, and he had absolutely no idea that the FBI was currently involved in the situation. And this wasn't the only crime that police were looking into. But don't worry. Before they hauled him in, Slater did a few more things that would make it easy to lock him up. In the end, Slater would find himself sitting behind bars, probably blaming anyone but himself. But planning a fake killing with an FBI informant isn't something that you just do overnight. Slater would go on to dig an even deeper hole, and the justice system might be done charging him for his crime, but that doesn't mean that he's off the hook yet. Of course, if you want to know about how they finally arrested him, what the court situation turned into, and the details behind the sole victim's death, you'll have to jump on over to part two. Thanks, guys. <laughs> 